Welcome to today's episode of Fire in the Belly. This is where we get to hear some pretty inspiring stories from some amazing people. You know, it's always an absolute pleasure to sit down, take time out and have a warts and all conversation about their journey. I'm always intrigued by what it's taken for people to get to where they are today. And hopefully in this interview, we get to hear some more about that. From this, my mission is to help people to find their own fire in their belly. And from that, to live the mightiest version of you. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's guest. Success is a process, not an event. So you were saying there in terms of um, actually, you know, when you started to breathe. So give us give us a bit of a background, if you would, please. Yeah. So I, I was in a pretty shitty place, dark place. You know, I'd finished all... I'd finished up all sports. I'd finished up, you know, and I've said this before, I, I, I didn't have a really healthy relationship with alcohol or anything. So, you know, when I had a drink, I liked to have a drink, you know, and other shit would have come in as well. But um, my brother um, was very ill. You know, he'd, um, he committed suicide. You know, and I had seen this journey of him going through his mental breakdowns and his sicknesses and stuff like that. So, you know, I I was always like a, like a loner anyway. So, you know, and then through cycling, that's a lone sport. And, you know, it's like, so like, I, I could, I could, two and two was adding up, you know, just through my childhood and stuff. There's, you know, you know, I grew up through like hard times as well, you know, what was going on in this country at the time, you know. So I think all that started coming back and stuff as I, I was getting older, but I started getting really bad. I started having really shitty thoughts, started started drinking a lot, started doing all our substances. Everything was just on top of me, you know. How did the drink serve you? <clears throat> it didn't. Just... Whilst I was doing it, it was just getting me away, you know, and then, you know, drugs, drugs, as soon as the drink was on, some drugs would have come on, you know. So, you know, when you were chasing that line, I, I remember, I remember feeling this feels good. I feel happy. Is this the way you're meant to feel? You know? And that's come back from a small child. No, I always felt I was missing something. And, you know, when you were doing, <clears throat> when I was doing what I was doing, I was wild. I was just going, you know, berserk, excuse me. Um, you know, even up under me, like adulthood, you know, I could never settle. And I just always, this trauma going on. Well, I didn't know what trauma was. I just thought, you know, get on with it. You know, that, that was my, that was my upbringing. That was, that was, that's who you were. Oh, shut up, get on with it. So I did. I just get on with it. But as I got older and kids and <clears throat> wife and I, I, I started, you know, going down a rabbit hole and I started seeing I was aware of this rabbit hole because I'd seen it with my brother, 
you know, that ended up taking his life. And, you know, sitting in your room, you were crying, you were, and, you know, I had a very good life. Like, there's nothing I didn't want for. I had all the love in the world. The kids were healthy, family was healthy, I was healthy. And there's me sitting, you know, taking panic attacks, crying. You know, from from this guy looking from the outside going, wow, isn't he a lucky fella? You know, he's got everything going for him and, you know, and and there's me like ball of tears that going, well, well, how do I get out of this? What's the quickest route for me to get out of this? Because I'm really a burden on everyone. You know, I'm just... I was just picking fights for the for the sake of it, the house, and you know, and I didn't know. I knew it was wrong what I was doing, but getting back to, <clears throat> so I was, I didn't want to go and seek help because I didn't want to get on that route of tablets because, again, I didn't have a very um, good relationship. I was addicted to, you know, opiates and stuff like that, painkillers, stuff like that. You know, and I mean hard painkillers, like I'm not talking paracetamol. Just to function, just to get get that feeling that so talk to us I, about that feeling, sorry. <clears throat> the numbness. The numbness of getting away from the well called overthinking. My brain did not stop. You know, I was so I was worried about myself. I was worried about I was worried. I was worried about everything. I was worried about worrying. I couldn't stop it. But I take it that all had a negative, negative slant, did it? Oh, here. When we worry like that, okay. Now, when we worry like that, our adrenal system kicks on, okay. So imagine that tapping on all day. You're going to burn out. You know, your body's going to get very acidic. You're going to get very sick. And that's what was happening with me. I was getting very, very sick. Things that were happening to me, I started getting a lot of bowel issues. Um, as I said, panic attacks, anxiety. And that wasn't me. You know, but just through that style of life I was living, you know, your sleep start getting interrupted. See, when all these start weighing on, that's where, and you are at that state of disease. That's where disease comes in. You know, and that's, and that's, and that's stress. That comes from stress. Every single thing. Every disease on this planet manifests from some sort of stress, stress inside the body or external stresses. So then the body gets acidic. Every disease starts off from acidic part of the body. I don't care what disease it is. That's where it starts from. Inflammation through the body will cause the cells to trigger. That's that's where we get sick. So that's a lot of what I do now. So 
you know, I, I do my breath work. I'll, I'll get back to how it started, but I, you know, I do breath work. I fast all these things. So I trained very hard, too hard, far too hard. And that is wrong. We, we should not be doing that to our bodies. We are, you know, hats off the, you know, anybody wants the, you know, a lump, uh, you know, a lump in and stuff like that. But let me tell you, that is harming our body training like that. You know, that that is seriously harming. That's what I was doing. It's causing massive, massive inflammation throughout the body. So, that, you know, I just do movements now, I do light movements. I do, yes, I do stress my body, but I, I do it. I do it just enough just enough so that's why i have ice baths you know fasting breath work just moving a light nice light jog a nice fast walk and to be fair i have never been as healthy as i am now at 42 years old than i was in my 20s way 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 further my heart my heart rate variables is off the scale for health through simplicity, pulling away back and doing these simple, simple techniques. That thing, I didn't realize how you could switch that thing on until I started doing breath work. When that thing really opens up, we we have this, we have these different filters that we see. Everything just starts coming at you. You know, and it's like, Whoa, I don't want this to stop. You know, there's a whole, 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 like a whole new world opened up for me after I started doing breath work. But how did I get doing breath work? I ended up just cracking. I ended up going to the doctors, you know. I says, I, I need help. This is going one way. And I, I knew this was a big step for me to go and ask the doctor this and I, you know i remember the doctor looking at me going what you unhappy and i was like i don't laugh anymore you're all right and it was still that oh, come on because this was the guy that would have looked after me through sport you know so we, we were we were a good relationship you know he was you know and then it started telling him started opening up to him what i was thinking what i was doing what i was and he just looked at me like holy shit you know but he knew there was a history with through me family, you know. So he, you know, he started on about medication straight away. Chum, medication. He offered counsel. I didn't take the medication. This is I'll try it. And oof, what a rough ride. Never. Whoa, no way. You know. I was going to counsel, but through that time, I I ended up tearing um, my shoulder. But I wasn't loving the healthiest of lifestyles at this stage, you know. And I went to get it scanned. It wasn't. It was. But it was all nerve damage and what else was going on in there. And I get a scan and I had a huge calcification on there. I was passing out with pain, like I was like screaming. I was, you know, I was really screaming hard, like with this pain and. Um, so I was bedridden with this, you know, I had a, a, a friend of mine, uh, Mickey Kerr, who's an osteopath. He's, he's probably the best in the world. And we have him here in the city. And 
so he was working with me and he was just making me comfortable you know it was all i was again i was you know all these painkillers and just nothing was happening and i happened to see this guy on tv that day i was feeling pretty shitty to be honest that I'd, I'd actually wet myself in bed through i knew if i moved to go to the toilet i was i was gone for hours of pain because i'd been set you know this this, this way they just everything was just sitting nice no no pain so I myself I was crying and I was fucking it was just in a real shitty place like and then I seen this guy running across the snow at like minus 20 or 30 or barefoot pair of shorts and then they said yeah he's just done a half marathon I was like you can't do that I know the body you can't run barefoot on ice for that amount of time you know so i kept looking on them and i kept was just intrigued this guy took me jim really took my mind off what was going on with me at the time and really funny character as well and the guy's name was Wumhoff. so i kept watching this guy and i kept watching them and he started talking about breathing techniques and how i can do this and how i can do that and i was like well, way over my head, not listening to this, but I, I thought he was just class, you know, he's a really great way about him, you know. Started doing, he was at the death zone and just shorts, just shorts, that's it. You know, at Everest, and I was like, you know, this guy's superhuman. He's, you know, he must be a freaking nature. And, and he kept talking about the breath. He kept saying the breath will take you there. The breath will, you know, kept listening and I was really really getting this has been on hours now I'm watching this guy now I was just locked under this guy I'm sitting boom trying to find as much stuff I can on, on him and he started talking about alkalizing the body now that's something I knew about and he said you can do it within 15 minutes immediately I took a great dislike into this guy straight off the bat because when I was involved in sport we knew about alkalization when you keep the body at a good balance even just slightly over just before preparation of stuff the body runs fantastic the body is just on it so that took me months getting like that you know loving like a monk that's the way you love you know you were you're doing everything you thought was right. Hey, you know, you had zero alcohol, you had, you know, all these alkaline waters, these alkaline foods and blah, blah, blah. And no stress and you were just focused. And so I was like, who, the charlatan, you know, saying that he is some technique that can turn my body alkaline in 15 minutes. I knew the way I was at that time. I was very acidic. My lifestyle, my stress, I was acidic. I could, I could feel it. I could feel it through my body. And, you know, pains. You know, I was 30s, like, you know, I was like an old man. I felt like, 
you know, this old man of pains. And so I was like so intrigued, but I didn't connect with him at this stage. Then I was like, this guy is just talking through his hand. But then he started explaining how you do this breathing technique. I'm lying there. I'm not going nowhere. So I start doing it. I start breathing deep. And as I said, it came from someone that when I was doing triathlons, I used to take great fun in diving under the water. And I would have done maybe four lengths of a swimming pool underwater. You know, so I I knew you could hold my breath, you know, you know, during that, I used to love hold my breath. And it is funny because I used to do things as a kid through hold my breath. So breathing was a good thing I was good at. I knew I, I knew I'd, I, you know, we used to do lung tests and stuff in the labs and stuff when we were getting tested. And I had good lungs. I had always good lungs. And so I started doing this breathing technique. And I remember within a short time, I remember just going somewhere. You know, but the automatic system still, these super big charges of breath, you know. And then what you do is you exhale. And then you go on the breath retention. So a breath hold. You do that, just that there's a few signals in the body. They say, take a breath. And then you take a breath. And then you keep this breath, squeeze the body. And that would be one round. Three rounds is a great um, medicine. And I, that's what I call it. I call this breath work a medicine. But I went, I kept doing it. You know, I was like, high as a kite doing this but I'd finished not that I'd finished up I had no choice I remember like coming around I remember just lying staring at the ceiling and was laughing like giggling like and it was that sensation of chasing that line I remember feeling happy through breathing and I remember thinking what have I found here does nobody else know about this? Did I just find this? Just me and Hamas found this out. But my arm was sitting down. I had no pain. There was no pain at all through my body. I had a sense of euphoria flooding through every cell in my body. I was so happy. Then I was oh, man, what am I going to do? This pain's going to kick in. I remember getting my arm back up without, without pain. I rested it, but I dialed back in. I was just like so, I just kept following this guy, but I still didn't believe about the alkalization. So, I, I, you know, I ordered pH, pH testing kits and things like that. Um, I kept doing this breath work every day, twice a day, three times a day. You know, people wouldn't even speak to me because that's all I was speaking about. It was like as if I'd found the Holy Grail, you know, and nobody else could see it. You know, because what I felt inside 
that was the holy grail for me. I had never, ever, ever felt like this. You know, I didn't need any antidepressants. I didn't need alcohol. I didn't need, I was doing this myself. You know, I was getting a super big kick, this, this feeling of being alive through breathing. And I just couldn't understand this. I just could not believe that the, something so simple has been getting kept from us. And that's the way I felt. And that's the way I still feel. This is, why is this not in doctor surgeries? Why is this not in schools? But I remember very rapidly this shoulder getting fast, quick, healing very fast. This healed very fast. Very fast. Within weeks, the way I was thinking, the ideas that were coming to me, I was just getting these downloads. And these downloads kept coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. And I just started getting up, just started getting up these layers, you know, started back training. I decided alcohol, no way, don't want it anymore. The, in a very short time. And I, you know, I don't get hurt. I have no time for it. I don't need it, you know. And it's not that I have like, you know, boo alcohol. You know, I could probably have a glass of red wine now, but I just don't want it. I have no need for it. I just, I just don't follow that anymore, you know. I've got, you know, but that, that, that's where it came from. But the pH test kit came back. I had tested my body before the breath work. And then... I tested it after, and I had went boom, boom, boom on the pH level. Blew my mind. Actually, it blew my mind because I started getting overwhelmed. I started actually falling up, you know. That one that I doubted this guy, but the the importance of what we can do when we get our body and that balanced. And how did, how did I not know that? How did somebody that spent thousands of hours trying to get tweaks in the body throughout his life, you know, they, they become a faster human being with whatever sport I was doing, not find out about this? How did I not know about this? You know, so it was a load of emotions coming through. But then I... Uh, you know, then I, I started getting really deep into the one half method. Um, you know, I was training to be a, a, a yoga. No, well, that came that came after. But I started really getting on the breath work then. And I, I bought all the courses, done everything. And I was like, I got to become an instructor in this. You know, and it's like, sent an email. And they were like, sorry, man. We're like, you know, we're. I, I wrote this huge email where where I'd come from, you know, and it, little did I know that there's millions of these stories, you know, but I just knew I could do so much with this, you know. So story, and I was like, right, you're on. So I ended up going over and staying in one's house, and I was really switched on at this stage, like, you know, this was. This was like a 
like a year down the line after me like doing practice and breath work. And I did it religiously. I was doing cold showers. I was I was getting up super early in the morning. I was doing all these strange things. It was really, really connecting with nature. This real, instead of being wild on one side, it was being wild on the other. I was going deep under the forest. that was having these connections with, with nature, with the surroundings. I never had that. Where was this coming from? I wasn't questioning it. I was just following it, you know? And, and that's where I started really feeling alive. When you're, when you're about, you know, the sun's just about to come up and you're getting into this ice cold water in November, December, January, you're pulling pieces of ice and you're weighing under this deep black water at night just before sun. I'd never done anything like that. I was getting in and I was really finding myself in this ice cold water. And I hated the cold. Hated it. And then I started craving it. I started looking for different places around Ireland to try and visit, to get in and get in deeper on the nature and these. And the wilder it came, the better. You know, these waterfalls and Way off onto that, onto that, but I, I, I ended up, went over and done an, a, the, the advanced training with one, the advanced for to become an instructor. So I went over to his house, and we done all that, and we you had a load, load of coursework to do. You know, either, as soon as you signed up to be an instructor, it was like, boom, you need to learn this. And I, like, I had been reading, and I knew the body pretty well. This was on a different level. You know, this was going deep on the what way the brain works, how it changes. I was reading about neurons. I barely knew what a neuron was. You know, I heard it somewhere on Star Trek. So I was starting to learn all these things. But what I did notice, Pete, was it was going on. I'll be honest, I wasn't around school much I just wanted to ride my bike you know so school and me there was you know a separation but I grew up thinking that and when I started doing breath work I really started believing in myself I started getting this big confidence now I was I was a everybody thought I was confident I wasn't confident again I was good at putting that on but deep down inside it was just that kid afraid you know and so I started like reading, but I remember going, I remember this. Why am I remembering all this? You know? So over there, we'd all I had all this coursework done and we were learning more. And you know, there were fantastic, fantastic um academy instructors over there, you know like veterans and this stuff, you know. You know, so you're going over working with these guys who's brain scientists, you know, this this is, you know, these guys are just on it, you know, and I've became the absolute best of friends with them now, you know. But done that, and then I ended up going, we went away into the mountains just for over a week. 
to do my masters um and the one half method but through all this time i'd been doing all these different breath works i became a yoga teacher i'd well i was doing all these courses the brain had just switched and it wasn't a problem i seen a course boom i want it I was having conversations with these people that I would never had a conversation with before because I wasn't on that level. And my, my, I hear you're like having these super conversations with these different people from all over the world, you know? And that's what the breath does. But when you know what the physiology of what the breath does, you know, it's nice learning it. But what I try and tell people, feel it, Pete. Feel that sensation go through your body. What happens when you keep doing your practice? When that practice keeps coming, change. You know, it's such it's such a beautiful, beautiful feeling, you know. But it's a beautiful feeling just that it's okay. I'd never had that. You know, and that's what it gives you. It gives you it gives you a sensation of having no fear. You know? And I feared everything. I was afraid of my shadow, you know. Now I walk arm in arm with it. You know. You talked a while ago about like going back, going back to breathing, going back to find who you truly are and, you know, or find yourself. Hmm. Where is that back for you? Where was that? Probably as a child. I grew up in a broken family. Uh, my mother had left. At that time, you know, I'm not sure what age you are, Pete, but, you know, I grew up in a conflict area. I grew up in a council estate. You know, we didn't have much money. And I went through some pretty shit days, you know. Um, just It was just trauma from back then, you know. But he, he didn't realize that, you know, it was just. And you just, he just, he just done what the crowd done. You just followed the crowd when you're, when you're brought up and, you know, like in a council estate where I was brought up, you know, everybody just followed everybody else. You had nothing to do. There was, you know, I always tried these sort of breakaway and that's where sport got with me, mm. you know. I always was trying to not get involved with, you know, the madness that was going on. <clears throat> you know, but you now and again you're getting sucked down and you know, and and as I said, I didn't have a healthy relationship with alcohol, you know, so that didn't help. You know, it was either up or it was down, and I mean I was either way up there or I was way down there. So I think when I found myself was and it, it's when I found balance. 
when I found balance in life. And that's where I, I feel that I'm at now. Of course, we're going to get stressed out. But bring awareness to it. I didn't have any awareness to any the shit that was going on. You know, when I get upset, everybody else around me get upset. You know, because it was like a, you know, a firecracker. So, you know, you can't have a battery with two positives. It just won't work. Okay. So I thought that you needed to be happy every single day of your life. That does not work. You can't be happy every single day of your life. You don't appreciate the good days. But what the thing, what the tools that I use now and the stuff that I teach is when you're having a bad day, acknowledge it. Know it. Feel it. And always just say, it's only today. You know, but the beauty with breath work is we reset the chemicals. You have to remember you're, you're this organism with all these cannabinoids, opioids going through your body. So if the serotonin's a bit low that day, you're going to feel a wee bit low. You know? So what do we do? We use the breath. We bring it away up. We bring it away down. And then what we do is we bring balance back to the body. You know, I had somebody say to me yesterday, <clears throat> I had the worst week ever. You know, I had the worst week ever. And something really bad happened. And they thought they were going to lose their job. But it worked out okay. And they said they came home. And normally what they would do is cry themselves for a couple of hours right through the next day feeling sorry. And he says, I thought of you, what would you do? So they went and they done breath work. They done 20 minutes of breath work. The words was they felt that bad, they felt suicidal. Now, that was maybe just a word. But they felt pretty bad if they're talking like that to me, okay? That's not a nice thing to say, and it's not a nice place to be. They went and done breath work. He says it all disappeared. I knew it was there, but it didn't matter. Just through breathing. You know, and that's why this should be in doctor surgeries. This should be something everyone knows. You know, when you can just cut a knife through stress immediately when you're stressed out, and Peter, I don't care if you are a trillionaire or you're loving from a daily wage, stress doesn't care. Stress will put you down like a bullet to the head. You know, that doesn't discriminate what size your wallet is. So, you know, this has to be, people need to learn 
these tools, especially now, especially in this day and age, especially what's going on at the moment, and and just seeing so much sadness to be honest. And that's what it is. It's not. It's turned from stress to sadness. You know, are people sad now? You can't even see people's faces anymore. You know, and that really makes me sad. You know, you can't see people smiling. You know, and like through through this journey I've had, I was a very closed off person. So hugging for me wasn't a big thing. You know, another, especially another man going to touch you, you were like, you know, get your hands off me. So I remember the first day I walked under the academy, this guy just gave me this big boom, love you, man. I was like, what? Get your hands off me. You know? But I've transformed myself. I, I feel it now. I feel I feel what it is when we give each other a hug. Man, especially, I love giving a man a hug, a proper hug. I love telling a man, I love you, man. I love you, brother. You know, because I can see, I can see that look that that first guy that gave me that hug, that fear. That child inside us, that, 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 I need, I want help. And it doesn't matter what it's for. You know, I just want to break free of this. Like, I want to love, I want to feel free, you know. And it's such an amazing feeling, you know. But when we do all these things as well, like a hug releases oxytocin. There's another beautiful drug. And that's what it is, a beautiful drug. That's what we get when we feel love. The body releases oxytocin. You know, and at the moment, we're not allowed to touch people. Not in my camp. You know, <laughs> I'm a hugger. I'm a big hugger now, like, you know. And, you know, when I do workshops, you know, I, I would say to people, hug two or three people before you go. I mean it, you know, and, and people can, you know, I, I mean, I, I see people like a year later and they're like going, I give everybody a hug now. You know, it's like, good. That's the way it should be. You know? You, I mean, it's part of that process being able to sort of hug your inner child. Is that? Maybe, but I, I think that the, the inner child is okay now. Where even the inner child was afraid, had no confidence. That inner child now is so proud. That inner child has maybe grown up himself. You know, but for a long time, that inner child and myself was very frightened, running from everything, couldn't face responsibilities, you know. And I just feel when you don't have the tools and you think the norm is the norm, which it isn't, that's where that inner child. We we can talk about yes, the inner child, but 
going on a science side, when people's not breathing correctly, especially one of their mouth breathers, the dirty breath it's called, when you breathe in, so the, the nose has around 35 functions when we breathe in through the nose. The mouth has one when we breathe in through it. And that's stimulation. Basically fear. So if you're breathing through your mouth all day, you're loving in fear all day. And you don't even know it. So actually I brought a wee, I forgot. So this is the best tool you can use. So it's but a surgical tip. I do this every night. People ask me how much I use, so this is a good thing. So that. About an inch and a half of tape. Straight over the mouth. Wow. As simple as that. You can still talk. Mm -hmm. But what you're doing is you're allowing yourself to breathe throughout the night through your nose. This stops snoring. When we breathe through our nose, we release nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is absolutely a miracle molecule. And people don't understand. So it's a nitrate, okay? So what that does, that works with the vascular system, okay? That opens up, it allows the vascular system to open up. And especially if you're, you know, if you have a good diet and you know, and you're really looking after yourself. And people think, oh, I'm really, I'm really on it anyway. When you switch the nose breathing, this whole, and I mean this whole world changes, your sleep quality changes, your sex life changes. You know, most guys, when they start getting up under their 40s, they start, you know, low libidos and, and they think, you know, they do think it's like, oh, I'm just getting old and blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's the vascular system. So you can switch that around. You can change all that around by simply breathing through your nose. So Viagra, I'm not saying buy a load of Viagra. So one of the things that Viagra does is um, nitric oxide. It works with the nitric oxide. So we, if we have that ourselves, we can do that ourselves. We can make our vascular system so strong. There is, I, there is hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and science-backed studies simply breathing through your nose what it can do for the human body. You know, we want to fear. So people we've got something called a chemoreceptor and it's to do with um, the CO2 in the body, okay? So also when we're breathing through our nose, this is a, this is a, you know, a podcast in its own, you know, just 
just the nose, just this organ of the nose. This is this is the, how important this is. So the chemoreceptor has been shown with through CO two gas exchange to be closing over, or opening up. You know, it's it's it works with the gases, but that is where fear comes from. That is where anxiety comes from. And it's all to do with gas exchanges in the body. So most people are running about going, I, I'm so, you know, stressed out of anxiety. I have this, I have that. No, the gas exchange in your body is off. And it's going back to rewilding again. You know, yes, it's lovely talking about spirituality and stuff like this. But sometimes we have to get back on the hardcore, you know, you're a nervous system wrapped in meat. You know, you, you need to get, you know, back to that as well. You know, it's nice having the spiritual side here, but you got to have what way the body works. So people, here's one for people that suffer anxiety. So you'll feel that flutter in the belly. What's that? And then it goes to the heart. Oh my God, I think I'm taking a heart attack. So then you st start thinking that and the heart starts racing. Okay. So the heart starts pounding, boom, 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 boom. Anxiety is full on now. The, the sympathetic nervous system has went Holy shit, you are taking a heart. You are taking a heart. Attack. You're taking a heart attack. Get, you know. So then you go into that free stit. So there's either, you know, the, the fight or flight or freeze. Okay. So then with like panic attacks, anxiety attacks, you freeze. Boom, you're locked on. Can't move. As simple as stopping, exhaling holding that breath the gas change will change the chemoreceptor will change that feeling of anxiety will disappear and you do that a few times and the chemicals come back there is techniques that I get people using God love them they're not, not just him but you know I've there's one guy that stands out in my mind and he came to one of the workshops and I seen he was a nervous wreck. He was a nervous wreck because I remember thinking straight off I need to watch this guy in the breath work because this breath works very powerful especially when it's being guided and when I when I guide a breath session when I'm there I like to give the participants that absolute ultimate. I, I give them all my energy, you know. So it can be pretty powerful. You are like a hawk watching every participant, okay? So I are going to really need to pay close attention to this guy, you know, because you're working with the nervous system, both nervous system, parasympic, which is the the rest digest and you're working with the sympathetic which is your fight or flight so 
he was just, he was wired walking on. You know, he was, I, I could see it was a big deal for him to even walk under the room. You know, so I clocked that and went over, made him feel as confident as possible. But he just wasn't there most of the, you know. So spent some time with this guy and then I, we did do a breathing session. I remember staying with him a lot through the breathing session. You know, and there can be a lot of tears after, you know, these sessions. There can be a lot of laughter as well. But again, there's a lot of, a lot of trauma in everybody. You're in trauma from the second you're pulled away from your mother coming out of the womb. So people don't realize that. So all this can be locked, unlocked, sorry, through breath work. So flood gets opened. Oh, don't worry, spend some time this guy. We spoke and he said the exact same thing that I said. I've never felt like this. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I get this guy doing some other breath work. You know, I sent him an email, and you know, I phoned him. I said, well, right, we need to do this every day because he was still taking panic attacks. He was still, you know, you want to see that guy now. Like literally a month after it. Like I mean, a warrior. You know, how tall he walks. You know, the confidence is just, I can't get him shut up. I run a thing every week. It's called, I, I call it the Primal Air Dups. So that's company. I started Primal Air, P-R-I-M-A-L-E-I-R-E. So it's primal and then it's just the Irish for Ireland, you know, so primal air or primal Ireland, you know, it's primal air. So we go under the cold. It's a free session. Everybody just comes along, connects. It's just like a big tribe. It's like, you know, we do some movements. It's yoga. It's, and we get under the cold water. And it's only around through from now to the winter that I run it. You know, but, you know, this guy I was speaking, speaking about, like, you know, he's just like this, this, this transformed, totally, totally transformed, you know, and what's done that breath. This breath that when I started doing this, people were laughing at me. Ha, you're going to teach me how to breathe. No, yes, I will teach you to breathe. Hmm. Even as you talk, I actually find myself getting emotional. Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. It's just, it's powerful. Just even the depth of your intention, I think is what I'm... Picking up on maybe I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a it, it, this is a fire in my belly. You know, this this I need I need to give everybody this. You know, I need to let everybody experience this, and then they can say this is for me or this isn't for me. 
but they need that experience, you know, that feeling of feeling alive. Or that feeling of not feeling. When you're being guided through a breath session and when it all finishes, you're in the same, you're, you're, you're back in that brain state of when you were in your mother's womb. There's no mortgage. There's no payment. There's no kids asking for this. There's no wanting. There's nothing. There's just you. And that's where you're back at. But this changes the DNA. We regrow. People don't know this. Our cells change every seven months to two years. Breathwork works with the cells. It works with the mitochondria. It works with the whole body. The whole body is connected. Spiritually, energetically. The whole, everything is connected. You can try and separate the brain from the finger. They are connected through cells. All these cells are constantly talking with each other. So what we, we go on to, you go on to what you think, what you manifest. Okay. When you're constantly doing this, and especially I get people when I'm doing breath work, they set an intention. What do you want? Or who are you? That, that, that drives it on deeper. You know, drives it on deeper and deeper and deeper. And anyone, anyone I'm working on, it's just it's just so beautiful but anybody that i'm working for they seem to just find it it seems they come whatever they need it seems they come you know is it luck i don't know i don't know what it is but it's just happening and just let it happen you know people get really like really sciencey and technical and i was that guy as well and you have to just sometimes go do you know what sit back feel it and let it happen Run this run out, you know, just go, just do it, just love it, just feel it, just just enjoy it and stop fucking stressing over shit and just, you know, just be, be here, be now and just, uh, just take care of the person next to you, you know, and I feel breath work does that. I know breath work does that. I know it. I feel it. I see it, the change. What's your why? Still working on it. Getting mixed emotions there. Um, why do I do it? You choose to, what that means for you. Yeah, yeah, the why. I know what it's like. I see guys that have absolutely everything. And they're absolutely that poor. All they have is money. And that's what they're searching. You know. And I, and I, and I love. Do you know what I love? 
fine. It's, when they look at you in their first session, they go, God, holy fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This gives me this, this, oh, that all. That's me way that all. You know, but it's, I'm still, my way is I'm still finding out who this guy is. I really like this guy now. You know, he's he's still very quiet. He can still be very loud. But he's changing all the time. And he's and I've noticed that I'm changing more. I'm learning more the more people I work with. The more times to do things like this the more you know the the way is the way isn't it's the the way isn't even there if if you know what i mean i don't think about the way it's a good question from you but it's it's one that i can't answer it's something that gets me up in the morning it's something I think about when I'm going to bed. You know? You just are. Just on. I got that. You know? It's um when you're always searching for something like what I when you find it, I think the way goes. Mm. There doesn't need to be one. There's a couple of things. See if this makes sense. I mean, you, you talked about a high and almost the polarity of a battery, for example, as, as you talked about, you know, you can't have two positives. Yeah. But you take the high being a point of enlightenment is that a fair word to use yeah we use we, people people look on the enlightenment and go yeah it's everything you, when if you want to find out what enlightenment does do a serious breath session you'll feel enlightened after it so it's it's there's so many meanings for enlightenment what's enlightenment there could be a guy in the street sitting begging and he's enlightened because that's what he wants to do. He feels he's no attachments, but that is a different type of enlightenment. So there's all so many types of enlightenment. But going from the ups and downs, I love my ups and downs now. I'm so aware of it. I'm so mindful. The mindfulness of my emotions, I love them. You know, I, if, if I'm not having a good day, I love it. I love it. I understand it and accept it. You know, and I do. I smile at them now. You know, I just accept it. I, I just, it's just accepting it. It's about letting things go. It's about, and that's another word used a lot. Let let it go. Let things go. Nobody truly lets things go. 
But when you really, really, really let them go, it's a fantastic feeling. It's a fantastic feeling of not having an attachment to those emotions. You know, not living like a robot, but not running about like a crazy cat stressed out or high as a, you know, you just, you just start being, you know, just, just being aware more, just being aware, aware of your surroundings more, you're aware of your, your actions, you know, you're aware of, you're just aware of other people, you know, and, and that's when you, when you engage with, your ups and your downs. I suppose, but for me, and and I mean, you'll get this. I think in terms of the similarity in in traits or characteristics between meditation or silence mm-hmm. and depression. On a physical level, both are a form of retraction, a form of silence. Mm-hmm but yet they have a completely different charge. Yeah. And I'm struck obviously, which, you know, you're talking about your brother, then you talked about the rabbit hole, you know, and it's like, what changes a rabbit hole into a portal? Do you know what I mean? That's, it's a, one is. We're going from the spiritual side to the human body. One's chemicals are fucked up. One doesn't. So you, 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 in a spiritual side, you know, yes, meditation, blah, blah, blah. But when you know how to change those chemicals, you know, meditation's amazing for depression, okay? Being mindful of how you feel at that present time is amazing. Breath work, the deep breath work, the deep scrubbing breath that I would teach, you know, like the Wumhoff breathing, like holotropic breathing, Braishika, you know, they're the scrubbers. They're they're the they're the bit. And I'm not saying this like this is the bit you need to get you out of that, but this is what it does. This is getting, this gets you and this shakes you, you know? I don't mean that by saying, you know, you, I got this a lot saying, you need to give yourself a good shake when I was feeling depressed, right? This internally shakes you. And this is something that you do yourself. You are doing this. You are healing your body. You are healing your mind. You are, not me. Not a doctor, not a tablet. You are reconnecting with your inner self and changing your own physiology. And you, the beauty with this is you can feel it as it's happening. And you keep doing it. You keep taking your medicine every day, the medicine of the breath. And then you start. And it's been shown with the deep, the deep breathing okay the people practicing meditation 
for 30, 40, 50 years cannot get into the same brainwaves as breath work. That just drops you where the default network is completely switched off. And that's the difference of depression and meditation. Depression, your mind is racing. It's on fire. When you try and pull yourself back, your mind, you're only pulling yourself back from other people. Your mind is whack, full on. You can't stop this thing. That's going a million miles an hour. The difference with meditation, breath work, nothing. Flatlined. Stillness. And that's that where we be. There's not even a who am I? There's not even an I. It's an ego death for that time of just those few minutes after breath work. Well, there's nothing. And all the pathways in the brain start reconnecting. It's like shaking the snow globe. You know, everything just resets, rewires. And then we're back. And it's like, ah, holy shit. You know, but meditate, you know, we can meditate. I meditate standing in a queue. I take a deep breath in through my nose. Close my eyes and slowly breathe out. In 10 seconds. And just for that second, I've been brought to the present. Here, now, with my breath, it's there. That's meditation. Meditation's not sitting in a temple for 20 years, eight hours a day. No. Meditation can last one, 30 seconds, then a minute. It's just for that second. They be still. It's all text. I want to be respectful of your time. I'm Sorry. Speak up just, Pete. I'm just saying I want to be respectful of your time here. And uh, there's there's so much here. All right. You're, um, the sign doesn't great there, Pete. Go yeah. ahead. Have I lost you there? Is it... Earphones. Can you can you hear me? Yeah. Well, you're just about lower. It's. I'm just saying. There's there's so many questions. There's so many points here. I mean, this it just kind of feels like we're just tickling on the tickling on the edge of your knowledge and your capability. And I mean, have you any perception of what you're capable of? I had, I feel now I can do anything I want to do. And want to is probably quite strong, right? It's what I want to do. Mm. You know? You know, if I feel I want to go and learn something or be something, I can. 
there's no there's no stopping anyone. If somebody has done it before, don't let it stop you. You know, not saying what you know, get wings or anything and fly, you know. But as humans, we are capable of, you know, it's believing in ourselves. It's fear. It's everything is fear. That's the difference. And and, and we go on to back into the this hand of the physiology. Someone's chemoreceptor or gas exchange might be different from another person's. So it's what way they operate on a physical level of fear and how far they can step out of their comfort zone to go after what they want, you know? And when you take away that wall that you have to try and get through, you become limitless. You know, and you just, you just keep going, 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 chasing. And, that, and that's what I found that I was, that I didn't plan this, this was happening. This path was laid out. This was happening. I was just walking along it. The bricks were just getting laid in front of me. The courses kept coming. I kept doing them. I kept traveling. I kept going and seeing this guy. I kept doing this. This was not planned. This kept coming. You know, I'm planning this trip in April. They go and they um, bet for a month, you know. That wasn't planned. That just came. You know, it's so up under the mountains of Nepal for a month and stay in a monastery. And I think it's that getting rid of every attachment that I have. The phone, the cars, that, you know, when you're sleeping at minus 20 at night, in a blanket. That's where you start loving. That's where you start appreciating life. You know, when I think the lifestyles that we have are spoiled, like we're so spoiled and we've become so soft and we're these fragile little things and we're not these fragile little things. You know, we're warriors, like we are, we are hardwired warriors, you know, and that's where the, the likes of the ice comes in, ice water, cold showers. You, you start taking cold showers every morning and you watch what happens after a week, two weeks. Your job starts becoming very easily to do because that's the second hardest thing you've done that, that day. The first thing was getting on the freezing cold shower and the lights of November. You know, and you keep doing that every day. The, the pathways, it's all to do with the brain. The pathways keep changing. You can change the pathways anytime you want, at any age you want. That old saying is, the old saying of you can't teach a, an old dog new tricks is bullshit. You can change the brain right up to the day before we die. 
you know, so we we need the we need the understand this. We need the you know we need to stress ourselves more in a good way. Mm. We need to go to the stress, not let the stress come to us. You know. So when the more we go to the stress, the more that keeps backing away. That doesn't come at us. And that's where the limitations of where we want to be in our lives or who we want to be or what we want to do. When you can, you invite stress into your life, bring it on. You know, I, I, I get stressed, but I do, I, I, I nearly love it now. You know, you just, you just know it. You go, hello, friend. I haven't seen you in a while. You know? So it's so powerful. So powerful. What um for you one or two words, what's what's your fire in the belly? Passion for life now. Being the connection with humans and connection with nature. And this is a thing I always say, you know, it's not us in nature. It's we are nature. It's only our egos think that we are, yeah, look, I'm going into a forest. You know, the forest is this, you're part of the forest. You're part of the ground you're walking on. You're part of this whole Gaia system that we're all in. This this planet, this organized planet, this organism. You you were all part of this, and that's what that, that's what's really lit up the fire in my belly. You know, knowing that I am part of all this, you know, and trying and and trying my absolute best, getting everybody else part of this, you know getting out and feeling feeling that cold air, feeling that sensation of the wound. People have lost that, Pete. Pete. I had lost that. I don't even think I ever had that. But it's taken me. But God, I'm so grateful that I've found it. You know? Because there's no better feeling. Like today I'll be I'll be in the water today. Like, you know? And <laughs> It's fine. This is what gives me fire in the belly. When you go out to the car and there's frost over it, and you go, oh, the neck's going to be cold today. You know, and it's fear. It is my fear every time. That second before I get under that water, may it be an ice bath, may it even be that cold shower. There's that we, hello, friend. Let me fear. And I think I've said, I think I've said this to you before the other night. I have a great ancient word that I say just before this. It's been around for thousands of years, and it and it and it doesn't matter what country, everybody will understand this word throughout the country. And it's fuck up. And that's the word that I use. Just before it, that second, that millisecond, 
فقط and then it's like i'm here you know and that's and that's what ice that's where the ice gives me my fire you know and it's funny it's funny you know it's fire in the belly one's company's called inner fire and that's what we need to connect with our inner fire you know and that, and that's what i when we when we do get out of the water i tell people to visualize this inner fire this fire burning and people people look at you and go i can feel them heating up i feel it i feel it i feel it and you're just like go 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 you know and and again seeing that being part of that that's my fire in my belly you know seeing the change and being part of the change you know and being on that journey with everyone you know maybe a first time or their hundredth time coming with me you know and we all do it together and it's just this like it's just this wildness this bringing back to being a being a cave person again you know it's it's good fun as well but again it's one of the healthiest things on the planet if not the healthiest thing on the planet we can do take a cold shower isn't it mad we're searching for so much and yet it's just there in front of you? Yes. Yes. I <laughs> just use the expression, the isn't it mad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The breath is with us from the day we're born to the day we die. The breath will reset our nervous system. It will clean our blood and it'll flush the toxins from our body. It'll calm us down. It'll 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 help us in so many ways. It will switch off pain. Cold water is everywhere. The cold is seasonal. Again, that's with us all the time. And we're running about with these big fancy coats on and the heating on in the car. And oh, that's too cold for me. Fuck up. <laughs> 15 minutes a day you know even just take your jacket off ground your feet to the ground feel that connection with the mother earth because she is the mother she is that's who that's who created you and that's where you're going back to back to the earth oh, she's dead. when you feel when you start connecting when you when you when you close your eyes and feel it you can feel those electrons leaving your body. You feel, you feel it. And I, I love it. I love that sensation of when I get people um, starting to ground for the first time, for about two weeks, they can actually get very sick. This is how powerful this is. When they, I get them sleeping grounded, <clears throat> so we use grounding mats or grounding with, with different tools we use, grounding sheets. The nightmares they have are horrific. So what have they gathered through their body all their life that when they start purging through the earth, you know, what 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 are we not doing? What are we not doing to our bodies not being connected to the ground? You know, 
this is science. I teach science facts, not hocus pocus, not jabber jabber, science facts. Mm. And putting your feet or touching a tree is science. It is one of the biggest things for inflammation. It's one of the biggest things for uh, redden toxins from your body, antioxidant. It's one of the biggest antioxidant redders we can do. So we've got the earth, we've got cold water, and we've got our breath. And when you just swish all those together, we're just loving, we're just bouncing, you know. We're just vibrating on a different level, you know. You know, and it's no coincidence that we resonate our perfect frequency is 7.82 hertz. What frequency does the planet give out? Exactly the same. If you see a wild animal has been caged up and you let it out, this has been done and there's one patch of grass. It'll go directly to it. Settle down. The healing processes of grounding is phenomenal as well. The people need to, people, you know, people need to really look under this. You know, this, this, this is a lifesaver. This grounding your body is a lifesaver. There's a, there's a movie you'll get it on YouTube called. Once you start exploring this, they all come up. You know, so. So there's the earthen movie, there's the grounding movie. Um, so just I would ask your viewers just to just don't listen to this crazy guy and you know, just just look under these things yourself. Look into you know, like the one half has a free app, and it's fantastic. I'm I I only started using it to be honest. You know, <laughs> he's gonna uh, crack with that. Um, <laughs> but I've only I've only started using it and. Like, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so simple to use. Mm. So simple. And he guides you through it. He talks you through it. And, you know, and we have this at the end of these smart devices we have. So we got to use all this stuff as well, you know. We've got to, you know, we've got to use what, what we have. But again, we got to rewild ourselves. Stop being so soft. Everybody's so soft about everything these days, aren't they? You can't say anything without offending somebody. <clears throat> and I'm a very, I love that ancient word. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to be very careful, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, there's just a different world out there, Pete. You know, I would really invite you to come up um, maybe to one of the Sundays. Mm. Love to. And see what it's about. We've spoken because for a reason. We've all, we've guys there coming on hundred thousand pound cars, and we've guys coming on bikes, guys and girls coming on bikes. We get tall, short, you know, thin, heavier. When you're in that water, it does not matter. There's only you. So we sit in stillness, meditate. And then you start hearing 
my body's heating up. That's right. You're allowing it to happen. You step out of your own way and allow your body to do what it does best. Take care of you. And that's what's wrong with us. We're in our heads all the time. When you go into the likes of the water or the ice and you let go, truly let go, you see what can happen. We've spoken for a reason. Arna, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So it's all there. It's all there. You know? So. No, it's... I thank you for your time. We've spoken for a reason. Brilliant's been on. I suspect it be, won't be the last time we speak, put it like that. Hopefully not. These is great. These things are great. I love these things. And the more people, you know, mm. hear them and try them. When you try this shit, you don't stop. You know, it's <laughs> like well, I have people, I have people like, and they're going, oh, they think I was laughing at this. Like, mm. you know, and I'm like, no, nah, don't worry. I was laughing at it too. You know? And then they start doing it, and then they start seeing all these changes. And it's like, holy shit. And we 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 stand in the group, you know, not the group, but anybody at lands, you know, Sundays will never be the same again. Most guys were getting hammered the Saturday night and lying in their bed all day. Don't get me wrong, some of the guys are still getting hammered and coming for the you 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 know breath work. Mm-hmm. Uh eliminates a hangover so i've heard so i've heard yeah so yeah they're caught they're you know people that are coming to get out of a hangover or you know just like be in the present hmm. sunday is their present day what a gift and for that hour and a half we are fully fully present you know fully present with each other fully present with ourselves you know and there's no hiding from it. You're there and you're just part of it. And we ground, we do everything barefoot as well. So, you know, but thanks for having me on, Pete. That was, oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. How can people reach out to you? Connect. Yeah. Your mic's just, can you turn up your mic? Yeah. How can, how can people connect to you? Yeah. Um, so it's primal air. Okay, so it's, you know, after loss, they can find me through Facebook on Arundin, double A-R-O-N-D-E-N-E. And then that'll just take you into the primal air. So it'll be on Facebook or Instagram. So I don't do websites or I don't, you know, I just, I'm just not that great at it. You know, I feel connection should be like, I'm not a great keyboard guy, you know, so. Please don't send me like like loads of messages, you know. So, um, <laughs> like you did with the Wim Hof send guys. A message, but you know, just yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I'd, I'll end up sending a voice clip back or something because I just don't. Um, yeah, so that's me. Primal air, primal as in we gotta be primal, and then just air e i r e. So 
And the Sunday sessions are totally open. You don't need to book. You don't need to bring your kids. Bring my kids. Go. My kids get into the water. No wetsuits. No time of year. Because they know now. They know they can trust themselves. They know their body will look after them. You know, and that's a beautiful thing to give your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the amount of people commenting that, you know, they just go, they have no clue what they're getting. And I'm going, it's, you know, it's, it's, it really hurts me when they say that every time, you know. And they're just being wild. They're being what kids should be, you know. My kid, my kids are the two dirtiest kids you'll ever see, like as well. You know, that's another thing, dirt. And you get dirty again, like you know. I climb trees and I just go mad, like you know. So. Beautiful. Well, Pete, I will speak to you soon. And thanks a million. Um, really, really enjoyed that. Well, that was another great episode of Fire in the Belly. You know, this really wouldn't be possible without a great guest taking the time to share their personal journeys. And boy, boy, sometimes it is personal. It's an absolute pleasure to have that and then to hear the journeys that people have been on. We've loads more episodes coming up soon and it's always a pleasure to have guests on. If you do happen to know anyone with true fire in their belly, please reach out to us so we can share their journey, lessons and successes. So all that's left to say is have a great day, live with fire in your belly and be the mightiest version of you.